0: Greetings fellow investigators and welcome back to our video podcast Into the Darkness where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host Tom Raley. It has been said that time destroys everything. That you can take one beautiful red apple and after a while it becomes shriveled and full of worms. Just like what happens to us. Our campaign is Horror on the Orient Express, and this is episode 66. I am your Game Master, and Jeff Wilkins will be giving the recap. Well, I'm ready. The players are ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Jeff.
1: Thanks, so. Our last episode started with our investigators checking back in on Rupert to see how he's doing, having recently lost an eye to a strange attack from a bunch of severed hands. Dr. Dawkins is making an attempt to restore Rupert's eye with the Mim Sahis, but there is some sort of magical force that is preventing him from doing so. Rupert is still able to see through his eye, we assume, which is currently in the head of another human. Rupert tells us he sees a bunch of mountaintops and also a cave where the cultists are gathering. The police officer named Christova is still with us, and he thinks he recognizes the mountain range and knows about the talk of caves so that he can lead us there. Christova is just as anxious to capture this cult that he calls the Butchers. Christova also calls in about five or so other officers whom he trusts to provide extra muscle and backup. We have also taken a moment to finally test a theory on the statue pieces we've we've collected so far. Dr. Dawkins uses the Mim to try and find a seam on this torso part, but in so doing, he deeply cuts his own side open. He's able to repair the damage, though, again, using the MIMS knife. But we determine that if someone is going to attempt to damage the statue piece, it will also transfer the pain or the wound to our own bodies. Next, we venture to the cave. Once inside, we see primitive cave paintings, although nothing really sinister. It smells like sulfur in here, and it's clear that there's some sort of geothermal events in the cave. We have stationed Rupert outside in the machine guns to cover the exit should the occultists escape. After navigating the tunnels for a bit, we saw a trail of blood on the floor and followed it. We eventually came to a large opening or cavern, and there are multiple bodies laying about on the floor, many of them decapitated. In the center of the room is a large pile of human heads and skulls. There's something on top. Frank attempts to climb it to get to the object at the top. slips. The gore is horrendous and Frank loses his breakfast. Dr. Keith manages to throw a rock at the top piece, knocks it off onto the other side. Upon walking around that pile of skulls, it's actually a purple pillow. There's also a body laying on the floor that is very mutilated. The skull is smashed. There's another some another unusual thing here. There doesn't appear to be as much blood around as one would expect. There's a crevice on the floor it's not very big or deep. Dr. Dawkins is brave enough to reach down into the crevice to see what's down there. Dr. Dawkins feels three things. One thing smooth, and two other things feel papery and are small and light. He pulls the first, the two smaller things out first, and they turn out to be heads of garlic. Eldritch reacts, reacts by doing the sign of the cross. Sure enough, the other object is, in fact, the statue head of the Sedefgar. Almost immediately upon touching him, Dr. Go- Dr. Dawkins suffers from a bad headache.
0: And that brings us up to date. He also cut open his cheek as he was reaching for it.
1: Yes. Was that that was based off just him like
0: reaching down into the crevice? Right. Yeah. Okay. the second it actually happened the moment that he touched it. Hmm. Did touching it cause the wound, or just the timing was simple? the time he was he touched he touched the sedevkar's head the Sedevkar simulacrum's head and in that moment he cut his cheek and got a blistering headache okay so the curse begins <laughs> um all right so you're standing there by the crevice uh, dr Dawkins is kneeling down he's He's just righted himself, and he's holding in his hand the uh, the the, um, the head of the, Semino- the of the simulacrum. And as you are standing there, staring at one another, you suddenly hear one of the cops behind you says, "Look over there," and you suddenly notice that standing over by the uh, the exit to this large room is a man. He's halfway in the shadows uh, and his arms just seem to hang lifelessly at his side. His head is bowed forward. But a moment later, he slowly raises his head up and his eyes are closed. And then he opens his eyes and they shine like, like, like red fire in his eyes. And you're pretty sure that he was lying on the ground a moment ago. Then one of the other cops says, oh, there's another one. And there's another one and you begin to notice some of these dead bodies on the ground were not completely torn apart and one by one they each stand up uh just just in the shadows around you
2: um
0: and go ahead
2: I immediately reach for the garlic that was set on the ground.
0: Okay. Um, What do do the rest of you do? You're all muted.
3: (laughs) I, I think I'm instinctively reaching for my pistol that I'm not very good with. All right think I have my arms like
1: kind of pulled back like just about ready to dash. Okay. Kind of looking at the others like, are we running?
0: Well, there's no direction to run. You're kind of cornered. They, they're they blocking the exit.
1: Oh.
0: Um, a moment later passes and all of a sudden the one that's dead ahead of you uh, gets a rather wicked looking smile on his face, and in fact, you can see that his uh canines are quite pronounced. And a moment later, and these things begin moving predatory like around, sizing you guys up. Um,
3: is there any of that garlic left? Yeah, there should be one more on the floor. I've only picked oh, up I'm one. Picking, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm picking up the other one. So on Last like, of those teeth, and I'm picking that other one up.
4: I'm <clears throat> clutching it to my bosom. I'm trying to, I guess, uh, put away the the headpiece of the simulacrum, and okay. I'll draw my my gun, and I'll have I'll actually have the knife in my hand as well.
0: Okay. Um. By your best estimate, now, the police are there with you. And I believe there were six cops, along with Christova. Um, Your best estimate is there are at least 13 of these being, these uh, once living cultists. Um, They all definitely were once cultists. But they now look very much like the... uh, what you think they look like their skin is pale and uh they are sizing you up a moment later and they scatter in a lot of different directions some of them coming at you some of them going for the cops some of them climbing the walls and moving across the the ceiling like spiders um you uh, at the last moment you can you notice two of them Attack one of the cops as he fires his gun and the cop goes down and they attack him like a, a pack of dogs What do you do? <sighs> oh,
4: I'm going you know, to I'm gonna fire it at, at the, the two that are one top of the cop. I'm going to try to get him off
0: the cop. All right. Uh, You will have some of your own in just a moment, so Um, go ahead and fire. Wow. Um,
4: Either my gun jams or I shoot somebody, I shoot the cop by accident. I got
0: a hundred. Okay. We'll say your gun jams for a moment. Mm -hmm. uh, Frank, I'm I'm literally kind of, literally kind
1: of frozen in in space. I don't know what to do. Okay, my gut's telling me to run, but you're telling me my exit is cut off. So I'm kind of I'm not quite sure what what to do.
0: Um, well then let's go ahead and roll a sanity roll. Yeah, I would agree with that.
3: Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear!
0: Oh, I'm. I'm just having Frank roll the sanity.
3: Oh, sorry.
0: That
1: is a fail.
0: Okay, one d4. Uh, Elizabeth, what are you doing? Um,
3: I am similarly just standing there with um, a clove of garlic clutched to my bosom. Okay. And uh, the the gun held out for me. Okay and And just waiting to see what's going to happen, because I can see that they're vampires, and I've picked up a clove of garlic, which I know repels vampires. But I've no idea if that actually works or not.
0: Well, three of these vampires uh, come at you. They are particularly gruesome looking. Oh, They've obviously not, been then. physically injured. But as physically injured as they looked, when you first looked at them, they seem to be physically repairing themselves. And they come at you and they sort of form a little ring around you, like ring around the rosies. And they're hissing at you and laughing and... um, threatening you with their... by by leaping forward at you. But so far they haven't attacked. You feel like they're just toying with you at this point. Um, Frank, I mean, uh, sorry, um, Eldridge.
2: Is there wood nearby?
0: Um, the only wood that might be in the room would be uh, the, uh, the torches that are lighting the room.
2: Um, the basis of them. Are we... Are we carrying any torches?
0: No, you're carrying flashlights.
2: How far away is the nearest two torches?
0: Um, do a luck roll.
2: Wow, <laughs> yay. That's my luck first. All right, let's see.
0: Nope. Okay, well... Oh. Uh, 10 and 15 feet. Uh, but... If you, as you move towards one, one of the vampires drops down from the ceiling between you and the fire and sort of lunges at you, but he doesn't, he doesn't attack you. He seems to uh, be toying with you the way he's toying with Elizabeth.
2: Um, yeah. When, when he, when he lunges, I, I hold uh, the garlic out and uh and I, and I begin quoting uh, Solym's in Russian.
0: Um, do, a, um, do a spot-hidden roll.
2: That is a pass, 53. It's not a heart, though.
0: The creature moves like a cat. It, uh, it's smooth, and it's, uh, it's almost graceful. So you're not quite sure, but you're pretty sure that that sort of ballet move that it did there was to avoid the garlic.
2: Yeah. That's essentially all I'm I'm holding it out and I'm kind of, I'm making the symbol of the cross as I, as I move closer towards the, uh, I'm making sure that it's not like they're not to my back. And if they are, I'm essentially just like making like an arc. I'm waving my hand around to make sure that I have a, essentially a shield. um, And I, I yell to my, because I am a Christian. So I, I, I yell to my compatriots. Uh, are, do any of you believe in Christ? I know my vampire lord.
1: I think they're not, all. They're
0: all. Uh, not that not, with silence. <laughs> not particularly. I, I have. Um,
1: I actually put that on my sheet. I'm saying not very religious, but believes in the afterlife. So I'm going to say yes. But, like, I don't go to church every Sunday. Well,
2: any of you that have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, hold out a cross. I like, don't have a cross.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. See if that wards them off. Because you have to be baptized with, with, and then have a cross and they'll back away.
0: Um, there are at least four of them converging on Dr. Dawkins. Now, Dr. Dawkins, um, as you're standing there uh, facing these things coming at you, I'm going to ask you what you do in a moment. Um, You notice a rather sharp pain in uh, in your hip, almost like something's burning you. All right. I look down. Quickly, you don't see anything, but there's definitely something burning you. But you, 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 you're you're too in, dis, in in danger at the moment to worry about it too much. The adrenaline is
4: going through, so
0: yeah, right. So, uh, these four are are coming at you, and they don't look like they're going to just Boy. taunt you.
4: Okay, um, I will swing the uh, the knife at. The one that's closest
0: okay um uh go ahead and and, uh
4: no that's a 91.
0: okay you swing at it and it almost laughs at you uh like it's not afraid um of course it doesn't know what you've got actually um All right. The other three uh, try to surround you, and one of them grabs for the the pack where you've put the head. It definitely seems like that's what it's after.
4: Should I? So he's gonna is he grabbing for that, or is he grabbing, trying to grab me? Well, I'm gonna try to do like a dodge. I'm trying to get it, you know. I don't think he might,
0: might he might try and swing you around, maybe that maybe he's after you. But it sure feels like he's going straight for the bag where you put the head. Okay,
4: um, I'm still going to try to dodge out of the way.
0: All right. Uh, he doesn't grab a hold of it. Okay. You you pull out of his hand. Um, all right. Uh, Frank. I believe. <laughs> um, Uh, By the way, at the same time this is happening, uh, a couple of the cops have gone down, and the creatures are attacking. Kristova is firing his gun. Uh, He's got a shotgun, and he's firing it at these things, and some of them have gone down, but to your horror, after a couple seconds, they get back up again. Their wounds seem to be healing themselves. Uh, Frank, there are a couple of them coming at you, and they're probably going to try to attack you this time.
1: Well, just a second ago, I was raising my shotgun, and then I saw that, so now I'm doing the finger cross.
0: Okay. I'm going to move closer to Dr. Keith, too, with the garlic. Um, one of them reaches out and grabs a hold of your, your hand that's making this cross thing, and it doesn't seem to be affected at all, and it's starting to loom close, like it's going to bite you. And its its it, it's moves are definitely carrying this idea that it wants you to be terrified before it kills you, just because it seems amused by the whole idea. And you also notice that these things aren't talking; they are making noise, but they're making grunts and squeaks and things like that, almost like animals.
1: Well, since I kind of had to put the shotgun down in order to go like that, I'm going to now reach in and grab my pistol.
0: Okay, to shoot it. I think that's going to take you around and it's going to have the opportunity to try to push you to the ground and bite okay. you. Sure. uh dr elizabeth what are you gonna do
3: muted sorry um following eldridge's lead um i'm going to start uh backing towards the the torches on the wall um okay and if any of them get in my way, I'm holding it very tightly. I'm going to actively lunge at them with the garlic to see what happens.
0: Okay. The uh, same thing for, El- as, as I so told, told Eldridge. they're graceful, but they're definitely trying to avoid the garlic. They seem to have an aversion to it, just like the old books say.
3: Okay. I wonder...
0: So you're moving back to the, the wall where the torches are? Yes. Okay. And these things are are taunting you, trying to scare you. But it seems kind of childish almost the way they're doing it. Um, just have a um, cunning idea. Uh, Eldridge, what do you do? Do you want to tell me your cunning idea first?
3: Um, well, I'm not going to do it until I get back to the wall. All
0: right. All right. So you can know. I can tell you now, if you want. No. When do we get back to the wall, Eldridge?
2: All right. Uh, So have I made it to the wall?
0: uh, Yes, you have. I'd also like you to do a spot hidden.
2: I will do a spot hidden just for you, Tommy boy. Four.
0: Um. There's something that you notice, and it's just an observation, a keen eye um more of the vampires are going after Dr. Dawkins than anybody else in the room oh. they definitely want that head
2: okay uh, well let's see if this is going to work so I take the garlic okay. open my little breast pocket I put it in there and I'm going to grab the, uh, the two torches, and I'm going to make a. I'm going to make an improvised cross.
0: Okay. Um, do a spot here. I'm going to keep
2: my back. I'm going to keep my back also to the wall. Eleven. Okay.
0: Eleven. Yeah. Um, they don't seem to be affected at all by the cross. They're afraid of the garlic. In your pocket. Damn
2: it! All right. So, I yelled to them. Oh God! The Bible's incorrect. The, the church is wrong. I
0: think don't the Bible fear... actually, the Bible doesn't actually mention vampires.
2: <laughs> they mention they mention that demons are uh, afraid of uh, the symbol of Christ, but the Catholic Church, you know, whatever. Uh, ah, anyways. But it's the
3: symbol of Christ, the cross. That's true. Could be the Cairo. Or,
2: or what if he doesn't exist? For the fish. That's, that's Maybe true. The fish. I, I do. The, I try and do the fish on the on the cars.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. Waste your time doing that. They're coming after you. They're coming closer. Okay. Now they do seem, they do seem to be a little afraid of the fire.
2: That's good. Well.
0: All right, Doctor Dawkins. Uh, there are at least six of them, trying to get to you, at this point.
4: Again, I'm going to go for the closest one with the knife.
0: Okay, the pain in your hip—it's—it's uh, it's highly localized. It's right against your skin, right there, like where your pocket is. And i uh, go ahead and roll to see if you hit the one of them.
4: I got
0: a twenty-three out of twenty-five. Uh, you. Uh, the Mimsahis does uh, 2d4 plus your, your strength. You
4: mean plus damage bonus?
0: Yeah. Your damage bonus, sorry.
4: And that is only four.
0: Okay. But it's four points of damage that will not heal that creature. And uh, it immediately screeches. Uh, and the other ones realize that that knife is kind of dangerous. So they give you a little leeway, but they're still trying to get to the bag on your back.
4: All right. So as they, you know, does it cause them to sort of back up a little bit?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. All
4: right. So then I'm going to um, sort of back step towards the wall, um, towards Eldridge and uh, Dr. Elizabeth. But okay. I have the knife out, like, you guys want to get cut? Come, come closer if you want to get cut. I'll give you a okay. shave and a haircut.
0: All right. right. are we back to? Frank. Frank. Uh, Christova has joined you. And he's still shooting at them. Uh, and it does damage, but it doesn't stay permanent. What is this? These are vampires. The finger thing doesn't work.
1: Can I use my pistol to try and get it away from me at all?
0: Uh, the thing that's in front of you? Sure, you can shoot it right in the chest if you want point blank. Okay.
1: Nope, miss. I don't know. You miss. Unless point blank, do you want to give me a bonus for that or no? Yeah,
0: go ahead and roll again. Good
1: at this, but hey,
0: ten. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and do it. Some damage.
1: Oh shit! Look what it is. Oh yeah, what? Six
0: points. Yeah, T six. How much? Six points. Six. Six. Uh, I'm sorry. I heard you say that, and I thought, oh yes, it's six points. Roll the six.
1: <laughs> oh mine, mine's a 38 revolver 1d10 oh
0: ah, okay cool all right six points um uh elizabeth
3: am i now back, back against the wall yes
0: you're now back against the wall
3: okay in my pocket i have a small pipe
0: i'm sorry you have a small what i
3: have a small knife a knife, knife of um, reaming the pipe okay and um, I, w- I would like to use that to extract one clove from the the garlic a okay. single clove um, which I'll just using my the time-honored method of, of, of index finger and thumb, I would like to rub the papery skin off of it, okay, and then crush clove against the um, blunt-ended blade of the, the pipe knife, a knife. and um, I'm going to begin rubbing it on my face and my neck, um, and the backs of my hands, and when I'm done, I'm going to try and find some way of getting that single clove over to Dr. Dawkins okay so now, At the moment I'm concentrating on just rubbing myself with garlic juice
0: now some of the others probably can see you doing this a head of garlic probably has a dozen cloves. yes so you've actually and they and they, they usually break apart pretty simple even without a knife um, it actually your 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 head of garlic probably breaks into three pieces um, so you're doing that with one um, and yeah, you might, you might get an opportunity to toss some of it to the, one of the others. Yes.
3: Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll take the precaution of putting like, the largest piece, um, similarly, in the breast pocket of my, of my jacket.
0: Okay. And the creatures are trying to do things like get to, you know, your foot or your, uh, they're trying to taunt you by climbing up on the ceiling up over your head, um, but you've pretty much created a barrier that they're having difficulty getting around. The garlic. Um, All right. Um, Who's next? Uh, I lost count. Sorry. The
2: creatures (laughs) round now.
0: Okay. Um, Well, the creatures are going to go for uh, uh, Doctor Dawkins first, and one of them manages to get a hold of your bag, and and pull. It's trying to get the bag away from you, and it, it sort of throws you off balance, but you're getting closer to the wall. Um, a second one uh, tries to swing its arm at you, but it, it misses. A third one does a similar move, but is completely... it, it they, they're, they're afraid of the knife at this point. Um, Frank... Um, the one that's in front of you uh, is going to attempt to uh, sink its teeth into you. Okay. And uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to try to...
1: I will try to dodge out
0: of the way. <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. No. Okay. It... Uh, it forces its way. It's got it's got a, a tremendous amount of strength, and its flaming red eyes are looking into yours as it uh, it bends over and bites you. It hurts. Um, let's see, Eldridge. Um, they're attempting to get at you, but uh, the garlic once again is is somewhat protecting you. Um, Dr. Dawkins um, do a spot hidden for me.
4: Oh I missed that
0: okay um, Do an idea roll for me as well.
4: All right I got
0: that of uh, 80 okay. As you uh, as you move backwards and you get to the wall, um, as you're sort of fighting these things off, uh, uh, you 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 bump your hip against the wall, and when you do, the pain is is intense. It's like it's like somebody had a lit match in your pocket, and you get this wave of anger adrenaline um and intense hatred for these things and the second that happens it sort of fades out but it was definitely not something natural in your mind
4: all right so um since i'm getting closer to the wall um and i have a bit of space i do like With my loose hand tap the the uh hip that's bothering me he says right by a pocket right
0: Uh uh-huh there is something in your pocket you can feel it through the this the the the, um the cloth it's a lump
4: i will try to i will take it out what you know whatever's in my pocket
0: you have something wrapped in a handkerchief about the size, it's smaller than a fist, but it's been in there all this time. And it seems that there is almost a glow coming from inside the the, the handkerchief, but it's all wrapped up.
4: All right, um, I'll unwrap it. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. curious
0: it is. When you do, you had forgotten that you had this from the dreamlands Hmm, that that it had crossed over with you when it is exposed it shines with red light and you are immediately almost completely consumed by seething hatred for everybody in the room but especially for these undead things and the light shoots out of the jewel, almost like, like knife blades. And when it hits these things, they, they screech in terror. And you can see that the light physically burns them like the sun would do.
4: I hold it up higher.
0: Okay. Uh, do a power roll. All right, uh, 56 out of 60. Okay. It's almost unbearable, the pain of, of hatred that's in your heart right now. But it is doing some damage. All of the ones that are near you are being fried. And the rest of you can see this red light shooting out from dr dawkins upraised hands and you're not quite sure where the hell it's coming from but your vampires all seem to be distressed by it um let's go back to frank
1: yeah i'm clutching at my neck i've just been bit
0: um, the vampire has let you go because it's uh, it's it's being f- seared by the red light on one side of its face. They're trying to get away into the shadows now.
1: I'm going to scramble as best I can. because I'm I'm knocked down, right? I'm on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to try to scramble as best I can back towards uh, the rest of the group.
0: Okay, you are bleeding. Uh, you've you, you've just got a couple of points of damage. the blood um eldridge um you're you're the farthest one away from where dr dawkins is and you see the red light and uh one of the creatures is going to try and uh and attack you but uh it, it it it's like something punches it it's the the, the, the red light sort of hits it and it, it rolls away instead and you suddenly find yourself all alone. There's nothing there next to you. but the creatures are moving off into the darkness um, to points where you can't quite see where they've gone. So they're still going to pose a, a threat. They're just going to pose it uh, they're going to ambush as you as you try to make your way out of the cave, probably.
2: I am going to rush over to Frank because I'm guessing they, they've, at this point they've dispersed. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to take my torch. And I'm going to take my garlic. Uh, I'm going to rush over to Frank. Uh, I'm going to help him up. I'm going to make, I'm going to see if how deep it's punctured, if he actually got the two fangs. So that's oh. a problem.
0: Uh, it, it looks like he was bitten. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like there was much of a chance for it to do anything.
2: Well, I'm going to keep my, my shifty little eye on, on Frank.
1: I, th- I think you have to suck the venom out.
2: That's what it is. Uh, I have to... I ha- I don't, this, is, this, is, this is strictly platonic. When I, when I immediately go in for the neck.
1: I was, was like it. There's an old joke about that.
2: Oh. Uh, and then, and then Eldred to the ground because his his feelings aren't reciprocated.
0: Okay, um, uh, Elizabeth, what are you doing? This is all happening at the same moment. Elizabeth, what are you doing?
3: Um, well, well Eldred, and because I don't know what's going on in Doctor Dawkins' mind at the moment, I'm going to start edging towards Doctor Dawkins.
0: Okay, Doctor Dawkins.
3: Him, he, 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 the spare piece of the three pieces of, um, garlic I've never,
0: uh, Dr. Dawkins standing there, um, holding his hand up with this red light suddenly screams, uh, a scream like you've, you've rarely heard anybody ever scream, a scream of, of like he could rip apart the world at this point. Um, because he hates everything so much, it's 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 uh, filled with total despair and and absolute anger. Um, Doctor Dawkins, go ahead and do a power roll. Can't hear you.
4: It's uh, fifty-eight out of sixty.
0: Okay. Um, if you choose to at this point, you can let go of the stone. The creatures have scattered. You have enough willpower to let go. I will. Okay. a, a Dr. Elizabeth, as you're standing there looking at him, you see that he is letting go of the stone. What are you gonna do? Um, I'm I'm gonna edge
3: towards him. Tentatively hold, holding out the piece of garlic
0: for him. Okay. A, so you're not going to try to catch it? No. All right. No, um, it looks dangerous. The stone falls from his hand and it hits the ground with a clink and uh, it rolls a little and then it's just lying there on the ground. And Dr. Dawkins completely collapses, you know, as if he is exhausted, exhausted, completely exhausted.
3: Um, I'm I'm going to tuck the piece of uh, garlic into his uh, breast pocket.
0: Okay. Um, Doctor Dawkins, you can do a sanity roll and uh, constitutional as well.
4: I pass my sanity and constitution. I don't pass my constitution though. Okay. Eighty-six out of fifty.
0: Um, you're going to do a couple points of damage to your sanity, and. Uh, you immediately sort of drop to your knees and vomit because of the the emotional release that you just went through.
4: Okay.
0: Um, How much uh, sanity? Just two points. Just two points. points.
3: Um, Could I um, tuck the little piece of garlic that I used to to rub on on myself? Uh Can I tuck that away in in the bag that's got the the head in it while, while you vomit? Sure,
4: sure um after I finish vomiting I'm going to take the um handkerchief and cover it or cover the uh, the ruby and I'll tuck that away into the bag
0: I don't know okay. how it got
4: in my pocket
0: I think I think uh I need you to do a power roll on that one because okay. at this point you don't want to go near that damn thing
4: okay well i'll i mean if i'm not if if, if that's how i'm feeling I'll, I'll have uh dr elizabeth cover it up and you know we can't leave that here well okay. if, if if you think that's safe well cover it up like I'll.
3: i'll i'll you know i'll hand you, know, I'll hand I'll, you my handkerchief. okay well I'll, I'll i'll um i'll do that very cautiously with the handkerchief, actually, with the handkerchief folded double. Actually, okay, I'm a bit.
0: It definitely oh, it feels very warm. dangerous, feels hot. Yeah. Uh, you're not actually touching it though, so you're okay. okay. Um, it still glows a little red, but there's nothing in the room, none of the vampires are in the room any longer.
3: Okay, well, uh i'll wrap it up if need be i'll put my own handkerchief over the top of it okay. and I'll make a little package out of it
0: and then where are you going to put it
3: um well there's nowhere else to put it i'll have to put it in my pocket i don't have anywhere Do else girls
0: have it. pockets
3: <laughs> i'm wearing a, a lovely tweed suit
0: it's true that you are You two does that way all right
3: with, with the skirt admittedly uh, but it's got a proper jacket
0: uh three of Christova's men have been killed uh, has been injured. Um, and he's quite shaken, but he also looks very resolved. It's like, you know, almost like, you know, that was fun. Let's kill more of these horrible things. Um, so what are you going to do now? You guys are still in that cave. Um, and you I'm, know, I'm gonna... things have gone down the passages and,
3: I'm going to slide off across to um, Eldridge, Alec, and and give it to Frank. I've I've given some of mine to Dr. Dawkins. Okay. It doesn't seem they they, they just seem to dislike it. I don't think it matters how much you've got on on you as long as you've got some.
4: How, How many how many torches are there?
0: Um, in here, there's probably half a dozen torches around the room. It's a big room.
4: I say um, let's try to make our way back to the entrance um, and everybody grab a torch All right, right I'm also
2: gonna take a clove off and give it to Christova, Okay, just so that he and these guys got three, yeah,
0: three men. So yeah They all take clove. Oh,
2: yeah, okay. and I, I guess yeah Oh, so we lost so we lost three people okay
0: um Christova is, of course, he's upset about the three that he lost, um, but he's afraid because of the the folklore that they might turn into vampires, and he really doesn't know what to do. If you if you go by the old legends, you have to cut their heads off, and he really doesn't want to do this. These were his friends.
2: I believe that
0: maybe take them uh, sh- the sun.
2: I kind of shake my head. Say so I think a nice shotgun blast in the head will do it.
0: But they seem to repair themselves. He's the still, he still he still doesn't want. He looks at them and he's like, you know, that's uh, that's Piotr. He's he's got a wife and three children. That's you know, uh, Ioannis. And, And uh, what do I do? I I, I can't just leave their bodies here, (laughs) you know.
2: I sigh and I say have your men haul them over their shoulders.
0: Right. So we'll try to take them outside. Of course, it's probably not Daylight any longer outside. Um, All right. So uh, you make your way uh, down the passage. And there are, I'll just sum up and say there are at least two or three attempts by the vampires to get at you. But they're also quite terrified of you. And um, Christova says as you reach finally the exit and you see uh, Rupert, um, he's like, what was all that noise? (laughs) Uh, Nobody has come out, he said. Um, As you get there, Christova says we're going to have to come back here and clean up this mess. Uh, But we know what we're dealing with. What's that, Mick? You you broke up.
3: I said, "Burn them out."
0: Yes, fire fire will probably work. Um, in any case, I think that now we know what the butchers actually were. I we never expected they were something supernatural.
2: I don't know. I I, 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 I look at the the, the frost covered ground because it's February and. Mm-hmm. The east. And uh, I say, some something had to make them vampires, and, and, and there was that body that was by the crevice that, that slid the head into the hole. What do you think all that was about?
0: I, I don't know. I don't even know the significance of this, of the head. You said it's some sort of an idol.
2: That's why I'm confused. Maybe the cultists were attacked and they hid the head from the thing that they were attacked by. Hmm.
0: In any case, we have to uh, we have to the thing is is that there are still some of these cultists out there. I'm sure they weren't all here. I'm sure they have infiltrated many parts of our Society, but I think this was their headquarters and we have destroyed whatever it is they were doing here.
2: It should die down now that uh, their idol has been taken.
0: Anyway, you guys all get back into your vehicles and you head back down the mountain unless there's something else you'd like to do.
2: A chance we can pick up more garlic because now I'm paranoid that there's a master vampire.
0: Um, you can do that when you get down. I mean, is there anything that you want to do while you're up here at the, the, the butcher's lair?
4: Okay. Don't we have a few grenades or something that we can chuck into the mouth of the cave?
0: I honestly doubt that you that you guys walk around with
4: grenades. No, I thought the, um, I thought the. Uh,
0: Lieutenant basically brought. Ah, yes, he probably yeah. did. All right, shall we blow up the the entrance to the cave? Yeah. I think
3: that's a very good. At the very least, right. it would delay them. That's yeah.
0: that's exactly what what they they attempt to do. They 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 try to blow it up, and you guys all uh, uh, the the effect is kind of interesting because uh, they throw you know five or six grenades in there all at the same time, and everybody runs uh down behind the cars, and uh, there's a few seconds go by and then there's a tremendous boom. And uh, all of the lights in that little town, that little village that's down the hill over there, all the lights in the village suddenly come on as everybody wonders what the hell that was. And uh, and the, the cave collapses. Yeah, it might not spot
4: them permanently, but at least they won't be feeding on the, uh, the villagers anytime soon.
0: But I think that we will come back up here and we will make a more permanent end of them if we can. Mm-hmm. So you drive back down the hill and there's almost a, a, an air of happy satisfaction that you guys have stopped whatever it was that was going on here. We don't know, but you, you don't, uh, Christova has no idea but it was obviously something bad and uh, uh but you, you drive more or less in silence uh, unless you want to talk and you're heading back to Sophia. I, mean- I can't here, well, 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 Mick.
3: I said I, I'm. I'm not feeling very happy. I've just learned that vampires are real.
2: I think that my entire religion is now fake because the cross didn't work.
1: I've just been bitten by a vampire.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm still. I'm still shifty Eye
4: and Frank. Like and I've got, really got a splitting headache. What is going on? What? And my chest hurts. so pretty much, um, I don't know what these guys are doing,
0: but I'm going to pass out. Okay. You fall asleep on the way back. All right. As I recall, I wanted to take about an hour, hour and a half to get out here. So you arrive back in Sofia, let's say, at uh, 8.30. Um, Christova advises caution on any you you, know, you probably shouldn't say anything because I still think that there are cultists around
3: that's, that's pretty, I don't intend to stay say anything but um, I would quietly like to ask someone at the hotel if, if they could send up a few cloves of garlic to my room
0: um, People cook with garlic. There's there's plenty of garlic. So, yes. all right. I use so, it for
3: my beauty regime. It's nothing
0: sinister. Yes, you want to keep your beauty and not turn into a vampire. Purifies Nosferatu. The,
3: yes. yes, yes, keeps the Nosferatu away at night, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: All right. Um, as it is, you've got you've got garlic with you then, and you end up. Back up in your rooms, and you now have all the pieces of the car simulacrum. Oh, damn! I feel like this causes
1: for celebration, but I'm in no mood to celebrate this. Well, I mean, when's
4: when's our next train leaving?
0: Uh, what did I say? It's eight thirty. Uh, eight thirty. Uh Sophia to Constantinople. Uh you have a train leaving at uh 327 in the afternoon, one leaving at eleven twenty-seven p.m. and one leaving at seven twenty-seven in the morning.
4: You said it's what eight o'clock now.
0: Uh it's eight thirty at night. So the next train would be at eleven twenty-seven p.m. And the one following would be at 7.27 tomorrow morning.
4: I say let us pack up our things and head for the next train. And then we can relax a bit. Couldn't agree with you more, Dr. Dawkins. Let's, let's start packing.
0: All right. It's going to be a 19-hour trip.
4: Goodness. Oh, that's a long trip.
0: Well, could, there's, could we actually, there's actually, you're going from Sophia to... Svilingrad to Adrianopolis to Sinaliki and then finally Constantinople but those are all short meaningless stops.
4: We're still missing uh, you know, we have all the pieces of the statue but we still are missing the, the scrolls that accompany them. Yes. We have the one which is for I'm mean, not mistaken it's for the head right?
0: Yes. You That's have to one for the head.
3: Have we translated that?
0: Yes, you have a translation. It was made by Mr. Uh, I forget his name, the guy who died in the Dreamlands. And uh, it wasn't translated by him, he had it translated.
2: We only have half of the goal. Yeah.
4: So we've missed all the scrolls. <laughs> what did, did, the, did the scroll say anything? Um, about anything. I, I would probably have to reread it. Um, Jeff, do you still have that file? Which one are you looking for? The scroll for the head. Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, Because I, I can't remember, do an idea roll. Uh, Jeff, I mean, uh, um, uh, Eldridge, do an idea roll. Because I think this has come up before. Yeah, I vaguely remember,
1: I I think we were told the rest of the scrolls
0: are in Constantinople. Okay.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I've got a 52, so I passed, so that's what it was.
0: Okay. Probably at the Top Copy Museum.
2: Okay. Perfect. Ah. So we can celebrate, kind of.
0: Could, could I suggest that,
3: that we, we try and get hold of enough garlic that we can put a clove of garlic in with each of the six pieces?
2: You think that they're all vampires?
3: Well, I'm just thinking that, that tonight especially, well, well, we, we should take precautions for tonight just in case. Because so, if they are going to mount an attack on us, they, they'd do it tonight. But... Um, I I think, not necessarily vampires, but I think that now we have all six pieces, I think some form of attack is going to happen, because if we've been followed all this time by people who were using us to get all the pieces, we've now got all the pieces, and this is when they will make their move, but I'm still very much concerned that those, I'm not going to use the V word, but those things that were in the cave, whatever they may have been, may come after us again tonight. And if they do, it would be best if we rendered, at the very least, rendered the, the, the pieces of the simulacrum um, off-limits to them in the short term, just just right. in case. just in case. I, however, am still... We're in, we're in Eastern Europe. No <laughs> one's going to think twice if we're traveling with a clove of garlic in our luggage. It's to keep vampires away, obviously.
2: I'm still more concerned with the fact that It seems as if Professor Smythe has been following us. Somehow he has to know. (laughs) Uh, Okay, somehow he has to know about our uh, uh, our successes and our failures. He, He knows when he knows when we uh, when we succeed or when we fail. So I'm I, and and we. It was pointed out um, at our last stop that the wording seems like he's following us. That that he
4: himself is on a parallel journey. But are you sure? I mean, we still don't. I mean, we have questions about his his honesty. Are you sure you want to let him know? No, nope. I'm. I'm just. I'm
2: concerned that when we show up in Constantinople, he will be there, or uh, Bedos will be there, and I. I do not believe that Smythe. I, mean, I do. I think that Smythe may be
4: involved, but it's less likely. It could. It could be that it might not be Smythe. It might be Bedos.
2: That's yeah. It's I 100 percent think that Bedos was involved in something i honestly don't know if bettos was good to begin with he may have been planted
4: because i mean looking at the uh the tactics of uh the skinless coat they're not that tactical when it comes to things like that they don't necessarily plant i don't know well i mean even if they do it's it's not a quiet matter. It's not. They don't. It doesn't seem like they. They do it for the long game. They. They. They pretty much like like take for instance the the fellow who was who was on a train who murdered the uh, the uh, wait, wait staff. Um, yeah, he was planted here, but then he ended up just stabbing a guy and. Hopping off the train. He wasn't subtle about it. It wasn't like he took the guy in the back and then slit his throat. He did it in front of everybody. I
2: leaned back in the chair, because I imagine we're in the, the the cart.
0: Um actually let me interject there. The the man who was the 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 spy, while he did stab the Maitre D as he was making his getaway he did murder one of the staff and stash their body away and pretend to be them Exactly. in, in order to. So they did. They and, were planning on being on the train.
2: And the major even said that members of this cult have infiltrated the high ranking members of the government.
4: Hmm. True. Wait, you can't tell me... It it just seems... It just seems like... I don't know. I mean, perhaps... I mean... I won't put it out out of the, you know, picture, but... I don't know, it doesn't seem like they're... they're I feel like this is
2: all one big game. That they're... They're pushing us in this direction. Why break? Uh, oh, yeah,
3: news, I'd agree with that. Definitely, someone is, someone's manipulating us,
0: and has well, if that's the case,
4: Then, why are we falling into their trap? Why not divert our travels somewhere else? Perhaps go out on a on a ship somewhere and drop drop these statue pieces somewhere deep into the ocean. Well,
2: because the pieces are now connected to us. Eventually, they're gonna they're gonna peel us off. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna kill you. They're gonna chop my arm off. They're gonna give, you know, uh, they're gonna give Frank a heart attack. They're they're gonna do all these things. I say that when we're in constant trouble, it's where these things were made. We figure out how we, we 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 divert away from the. You go to the black mosque and put them there and destroy them there. We do research into other avenues. I, I say that we, we do the unexpected they expect us to go to the black mosque find the black mosque I, I, I say that we do some more we, we, we know that we're being played somehow so I think that we should just divert ourselves away I think that in Constantinople we will have the resources to figure out how to actually destroy these
4: things you do realize that once we destroy these things that we're probably gonna die as well. Well, I'm hoping that we can
2: find a way to avert that.
4: I don't want any of us to die, so. Well, I think that it's too late. I mean, I think that these these pieces are attached to us individually. I mean, you know, I don't think you were in the room at the time when we were doing our little experiment wow. but any, i any harm heard that comes yeah any harm that comes to these pieces will be inflicted on us wow which means the legs and the arms may be fine did we try to put the, yeah. these things together now i mean i don't know if we need the scrolls in order to do that but we've tried to put the pieces before, I mean but they've always not,
1: resisted
4: yeah that's because it wasn't complete maybe make
1: a try well i'm also going to um since maybe. the subject of smythe came up I'm going to step in and and say that I had to talk with Rupert and I think I'm I was on the fence before but I think now I'm I don't think smythe isn't vi the way you're suggesting um, i mean i understand it but I think um, Rupert explained to me a little bit further that Smythe like saved Rupert and rescued him and helped him become who he is today. So
4: Yeah. Uh, it may not be Smythe, but it, it could be Bellows.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah. I think it's yeah, I Smythe think is, it's yeah. that.
2: I don't think so. I, I I originally thought that Smythe was involved and I may think that Smythe does involve not Smythe but someone posing as him. But Beddows, I think, is an infiltrator. He's an insurgent. He's the one that started the fire. And he's the one that's been communicating with us and leading us to destination. I know that Smythe said, oh, you need to go here and you need to do this, but Beddows has
4: been the one communicating with us. Beddows has been the one And If you that... think about it, the last time we seen Smythe, um, he was wrapped up in bandages. We didn't get a... An actual confirmation exactly but at the time we didn't know about how far this skinless coat would go and in this you know basically disguising themselves as other people so
2: i do not think that smide is inherently evil or the person either posing as him or the person who is posing or is bettos is
3: but but and don't they, they actually that. need the simulacrum in order to, to emulate someone like that? I
2: don't think so. They just put over they just put their face over. They just take the vocal cords. They or meadows could just have always been an insurgent. they 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 seem to have known where Smythe is when we arrived in London. And it was Almost a mere coincidence that a fire started.
3: But they, they've always they seemed to have known exactly where we are all the time without without us keeping anyone appraised of our position. They've always seemed to know where we are. They've, they've been with us every step of the way. There's been something happening.
2: Exactly. And didn't, don't, I recall, Keeper, that when we were in London and we were at the fire, we said, How did it start? And they said it started inside the house. Right? It started in the living
0: room. He said that... Uh, he said that he and Bedos were there and there was a knock on the door. They answered the door and these Turks were there and they became... They wanted in. They wanted... Uh, anyways, they, were, they did things that were untrustworthy. and Bedos tried to blockade the door. They broke down the door, they captured uh, uh, Smythe and Bettos and uh, tortured them. And in the process, they lit the house on fire. It was an accident, more or less, but uh, Smythe was actually quite pleased because anything that might be in his house that they could have used was destroyed. Any kind of papers or documentation unfortunately he and bettos were both burned in the process and bettos he says bettos saved him and got his hands burned and everything uh when you saw smythe uh although he was it had some bandages on his face wasn't bandaged uh it was burned uh all of his facial hair was of course gone and it was pretty gruesome and he seemed to be in extreme pain.
2: Somehow they've known where we are at all times. Who? And the, the, the skinless cult. Either they haven't tried to interact with us or they've been getting into our, uh, our luggage. Like they, they've been with us every step of the way.
3: They were getting into our luggage to check our progress.
2: Exactly. How, how did they know all of this?
1: I'm not going to disagree with you at all, but I'm also going to throw out that we've seen some really weird stuff. And maybe there's magic involved here. Maybe it's just not someone spying on us, but like we're carrying around these occult artifacts that somehow are connected to forces that we don't even comprehend well,
3: They—they the—that the, Their cult is intrinsically linked to these objects. We, we could easily assume from that that their magic is, intri- is intrinsically linked to these objects and they have some way of knowing where these objects are. And wherever they were, if they were hidden away, as many of them it were,
0: really
3: if we've then discovered them and brought them out into the world, away from where they were hidden, <laughs> we, we could well have made them visible to the cult.
1: Maybe. I mean, like, look at what happened to that ruby in Doctor Dolphins pocket. It it
3: it radiated heat and, and
1: emitted light like a giant signal. So maybe we're just carrying these occult signals around with us, saying, "Here we are."
3: How how do we know that they don't have a scroll, for example, that? I mean, uh, we we know that the, the the head scroll, in the head scroll, Sadevkar prophesied that he would lose. The simulacrum. How do we know they don't have another scroll that that has predicted, has prophesized every step of this journey that we've taken?
2: Mm-hmm. That brings that, that brings might up-
3: be how they're one step ahead of us. I mean, there's there's any number of ways. I'm I'm not necessarily sure that that um, Professor Smythe is, is 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 the weak link here. I, I think we, we could be simply dealing with forces that we don't understand. That brings me to my,
2: my my final note in my notebook here, my final question. If the Simulacrum is the ultimate thing they need, why haven't they been actively looking for it? Us four have managed to find each piece or pretty much stumble upon a few of them how is it that they didn't find it? Are they even looking for them?
3: Perhaps there's some mechanism that prevented them from finding the pieces. Something um, which doesn't affect us. Oh, Perhaps no. they're simply lazy and they've decided to sit back and let us do all the hard work. Just
2: confuses. It's like we we're, we have a puzzle and we're missing pieces in the middle. We have all the edge piece, but we don't have the middle pieces. And I just, and, and, and to me it seems obvious. It seems like there's just one thing that we're, we're missing and that all oh, this makes sense, but I, I can't possibly think of it. And chickens. I've been racking my brain. It's the chickens. It's did the chickens. I
1: mention, did I mention my sanity is 33? It's the chickens
2: well oh. so you actually believe it's the chickens at this i am point.
1: very very close to actually believing it's the chickens
2: all right so to the not insane people in the room uh, can, can any of you think of anything because it's like i said it, 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 is, it, is it is it just me is it, is this just a me feeling that there's this like there's this thing that we're
4: missing and everything would make sense
2: it's this is really obvious yeah. thing that we're just not thinking of
4: yeah I you know yeah I'm, I'm I'm right there with you um but are we are we currently out in the um I guess passenger car where um are there other people around
0: you're in the hotel
4: I thought we hopped on the train
0: no you were planning on doing that but you haven't in uh, the hotel all this time
4: Oh okay Never mind. my My mind was on a train, but or Okay, we're still in a hotel. How about we bring the pieces together, and see if we can put them together? I'll uh, lay out the torso, maybe on a bed or something like that, and you know we can place each part where it's, where it's supposed to go, to see if it will come together.
2: Doctor Dawkins,
4: a thought. You use the knife
2: the dagger, to cut into it. But doesn't the knife also attach things? Yeah, let me try that. Alright, so yeah, I'll I'll go grab my piece. I don't know about you guys. Here's my piece, and I put it on the bed.
3: Well, I'll I'll go and get the right arm, then we're going to do that.
1: I'll get my piece. And doctor, if you have a chance to look at my neck. Yeah,
0: I'll do that. So,
2: Tom, I think we're going to try and attach the the pieces now.
0: Okay. Um, I am going to send you... Uh, some secret messages.
4: Okay. While you're doing that, I will attend to
0: Alfred's neck. How bad is the mood? Um, Easily fixable. Okay. As is at this point, Rupert's eye is also fixable.
4: All right. I'll, I'll go to work.
0: I shall start sending you guys secret messages. Sorry to the audience that you don't get to see these. Now that I think of it, I should have prepared them beforehand.
3: What's that you say? Penry, the mild-mannered janitor? No, he couldn't be. (laughs) Surely not. (laughs) Mind you, I have never seen them in the same room together. Now it makes so much sense. (laughs) <laughs> and they are both anthropomorphized talking dogs.
0: <laughs> uh Jeff, remind me, it's two slash slash, two slash two space, two. space
1: and then the name. First couple slash letters.
0: Two space and then the name.
1: Do a test, maybe.
0: All right, I'm going to do it one test, and then I'm going to start. Has anybody seen South Park? Not for a long
1: time. Yes. Is anyone familiar with the character, Tweak? Yes. Yes. That's kind of how I'm picturing Frank right now.
2: <laughs> Just, Just he needs coffee.
1: A little twitchy, a little jumps at the lightest, slightest little noise. You better
2: not start talking about underpants gnomes.
0: Butters is my favorite. It's
2: Butters. Of course, Butters is your favorite, Tom. Uh,
0: Elder Sign. Uh, When you come into the room with your pieces respectively and you lay them on the bed uh, and you, you're, you're setting them down. This is what, what I'm explaining to you.
3: Uh... It's at times like this when, when action in the game t- takes a lull for a moment. That I like to enjoy a delicious meal of pemmican. Mmm, pemmican.
0: <laughs> I was thinking about that yesterday for some reason. Uh, let me put my heart of hatred away. All right. So, as each of you lays that down, uh, nothing really happens uh, visibly. Are we really
1: sure
3: we want to do this? Are we sure we'd even know how to do it?
2: I, then, I now look at Tom, uh, not Tom, uh, Frank, and I say, yes, it seems that my judgment has become a little unhinged. And I kind of step back. I, I, I don't really think we should be doing this.
3: let's 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 not forget what we read in those those books that i mean whatever the um attraction of 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 this object and it it certainly has um certainly has much to 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 commend it um we must remember that it, it it is intrinsically evil i mean the things it's it's linked to um Torturing and flaying and skinning human beings—I mean, it's—it's it's, this 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 thing is evil. We we really must steel ourselves against it. I I don't, I don't think that now that we've got all the pieces here together, I don't I don't think this is a good idea at all. I know it seems in many ways it seems like it could be a very good idea. At this. Yeah. Will Oops. become a lot worse for us if we if, if 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 we did something like that.
1: I was even thinking of, of just the mere practicality of it. Like, what if uh, th- there was talk of like the pieces were somehow like magnetically repelling each other? But what if now they attract and now we put it together and then we can't get them apart again? Should
0: well, we? it doesn't seem that that's the case. There doesn't really seem to be any because you've got them all laying on a bed. Okay. Um, they don't seem to repel one another the way they did before, but they still seem to be solid and and they don't. They don't come together. Okay. Yes, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean. That
3: there that. is some mechanism by which one wears the simulacrum. And that's how you assemble it together, but I think that requires some kind of magic, some kind of ritual. Which which we don't currently possess. And undoubtedly the cult does. What happens?
4: Yes. I'm gonna try I'm gonna try something. I mean if these pieces aren't fitting together and we, we need to put these pieces together in order to destroy it, apparently. So what I'll do is I'll I'll try it on my two pieces so nobody else gets affected. Um, I'll take the head and the torso, and I'll use the the knife to see if I can somehow meld these together, sort of stitch them together, more or less.
0: Um, You don't seem to be able to figure out how, but if if at any time you put any kind of pressure on the knife and the simulacrum, you receive a wound wherever you have done it. There doesn't seem to be any way around that.
4: Okay. What if
2: the simulacrum is it's a this is just me speculating. What if it's like a it's a vessel. Okay. Put together it's got the form of a person and something enters it and then somehow it can then wear you. Maybe it's all like metaphor. Hmm.
4: You mean like it, it, can- it attaches itself to you rather than... Well, us I mean... It's, it's, the, the pieces are lying on the bed, right? hmm I'll lie right next to it to see if it does anything.
0: Nothing.
3: If, as it says in the scroll, it was made in Setevkar's image, and we we discussed before, didn't we, that it could be that all, all these these people, possibly as far, far back as Tullius Corvus, may may have been the same person or the same thing. Occupying different people. My what eyes. If it only works for that person,
2: my eyes kind of widen because you—you said something that's kind of like triggered my brain. The dev car was—it was built into the dead car's image, but when you look at it, it takes your image.
3: But that—that's what it does, what isn't if, it? It, it, it t- takes people's images.
2: But that's, what if Sadevkar
3: isn't a person?
2: What if it's this thing that can take many shapes, which is why it, it, it can be, it's not, it's not a person, it's not this immortal being, it's a thing.
3: A thing that, that, that wears that many, many faces. Yes, where where's people's skins?
2: Because it was made in his image, and the image keeps changing.
3: The skinless one.
2: I think that the skinless one and Sudevkar are the same person or thing or whatever.
3: But in the in the, um, I imagine he did Diablo. Diaboli, Diabolo, Diaboli. Um, He was worshipping something. This thing at the altar made of of human skins. He was worshipping something. Or appeared to be worshipping. Or maybe that was the ritual that that established it.
1: I'm, uh, I'm currently looking at the head scroll as you guys are talking. And I'm going to read this out loud. It woke when I flayed alive the wretch who sought to steal my treasure from me. That night he, capital H, he came to me for the first time and told me what to do. I meditated before its glory, all praise to the one without skin. I performed the 17 devotions and opened it for the first time. Within the artifact was soft and smooth. As I ran my hand across its inner surface, it felt like the skin of a newborn babe. I offered four children as sacrifice to my master. Then I used it for the first time. In his wisdom, the Lord of naked flesh had made it to my height. In all modesty, I believe it was made in my image. Blessed is the chosen of the skinless one. I have been careful to keep it untarnished, the substance is the color of purity and should not be tainted by that which is unclean. So, there are apparently 17 devotions, and we're going to have to perform human sacrifices if we want to wear this. At least that's what I'm understanding.
3: I would assume as well that those 17 devotions are contained in the other four scrolls.
2: And I'm going to assume that essentially a a chosen one can wear it. What if Dr. Elizabeth is right and one of us is this proclaimed next chosen one? Simply by coincidence alone.
3: Would we not know that? Surely there would be so. some indication. Would they be, well maybe that would explain why they haven't done us in yet?
2: I think that that explains why they haven't done us in and, and why they may be following us. One of us
1: may end up wearing this. The scroll on the right hand, a ritual which awoke the statue and is the driving force of Sedefgar's power. What if the chosen one is just the person who does all these things, like completes the devotions, completes the sacrifices? Maybe.
3: What if he was just well, by I can statistical? tell you.
2: I'm going to tell you now that I am certainly not going to be going anywhere near magic. Magic is impure. Magic is dangerous, and well, the fact that Doctor Dawkins has been using the dagger appalls me. So we will not be sacrificing. I would use
4: the dagger to help people. Think about it. So far, I healed a man who had severe brain damage. I protected us from those vampires. I think it's like a swinging I door. Used, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't used the the. Uh, the dagger for evil. I've only used it to, to help. i not and saying that the dagger... It, and I've only used it uh, sparingly. I think that the dagger
2: can do bad. And I'm not saying that you will do it, but I'm saying the dagger will.
4: Magic always corrupts. Well, you can say that about any tool. A knife can be used to help. I mean, you can use a knife for cooking. You can use it to help defend somebody who's in danger. Or you could be the one wielding it, causing the danger. It's just a tool. I carry, carry guns. We carry guns around. Guns are dangerous. Is a gun evil? No, it's just a tool.
3: You don't have to. You don't have to sacrifice four children to, to get a gun to fire, though, do you?
4: I'm sorry. Say that again, doctor.
3: You don't have to sacrifice four children to get a All gun to time. work. Isn't I that mean, how this, they did this, it? This, this thing demands human sacrifice. I, I, I'm sure Isn't that, that metaphysically, that like philosophical, it? philosophically, you could argue that the gun, the human sacrifice, is is, is, is innately bound to, to the the whole concept of guns. But I mean, we we, we in in a, in a very real way. You you actually have to. Kill and flay human beings to get this thing to work.
4: Oh Cimerlachram? Mech- yes. Of course Mech- I'm not arguing about that. I'm talking about this this medical instrument that I have. They were
2: made by uh, the same people, I feel. And that can only lead to trouble. I'm not gonna stop you. But I certainly will not be using it. Well, save a life or no life. There's a balance in the world, and by upsetting that balance, things will come yes, back. But thinking
4: about it dark. this way, the, the men who, who, who caused that, you know, that, that particular uh, person in the museum to, uh, to had such a, a an injury, that was unnatural. The things that they were doing were unnatural. I just tipped the scales back into the balance of life rather than death. Is there anything wrong with that? Using a medical instrument. This is no different than a scalpel, except this works better.
2: Uh, I shake my head and I I lean back in my seat.
4: That's all I do. And I understand your concern, Eldritch. I, I, you know, I understand. I'm not arguing with you or anything like that. I'm just letting you know that I'm, I'm not planning to use this thing for, for any evil. I've been using this. I mean, it's a tool that can help. This is something that you know. Our our, our current state in, in in medical practices. We don't have tools like this. And I'm, your, I'm how not many debating, how many lives how many lives could we save?
3: I'm not I'm not debating the the the, the usefulness of these things. I can see. There I mean that, that, that there's an enormous possibility both in that with the knife and the things that we could learn from from any of this. and and this um
0: there's a knock on your door
3: and i immediately put my hands to
2: my ears and look north
3: let's um cover cover the uh cover the pieces up quickly with a a blanket
4: well we can cover. we can we can put them away um we have we have our chests in
3: here that we oh yes yes let's just just put them away one moment please housekeeping
2: I'll go see who's at the door. I approach the door, and I'm gonna open it
4: a crack. Oh, wait, wait, before you go, I'm like, here, take this tool, and I hand you your gun.
2: And I make an, a, an immediate frown, and I approach the door, I unlock it, and I open it, and I open it a crack so I can see who's there.
0: Um, I am going to make an assumption because you guys have spent lost a lot of time talking, that your intention was to leave on the eleven uh, thirty uh, train. Yes. So the person at the door is one of the stewards, and they say, you know, your your your, uh, your reservations on the on the the night train for uh, uh, leaving for Constantinople are confirmed, and uh, we can take your luggage anytime. All right. And transfer it. Hmm. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it's, not, it's actually not a hmm. This happens every time you've oh, done i okay.
2: <laughs> um,
3: I'm in paranoia overdrive now.
2: Can I, I, I ask the steward, is it possible for us to take some of the luggage ourselves?
0: Um, if sir wishes, of course.
2: Right, I smile and I say, thank you very much. I right, close the door and I immediately approach and I wag my finger and I say that may be how they're knowing which bags are ours
3: you it think they may be... have infiltrated the whole train I think so it was well, one I mean, already on board a risk of uh, a risk of becoming completely paranoid they could be absolutely anyone we have are or are going to encounter. I think that. So I, in this case, I'm not sure speculation really helps us, other, other than, than than to increase our paranoia.
2: I nod and I kind of uh, bite my thumb because I'm, I'm slowly going paranoid over just about everything. I think we all are. Uh, and I and I continually keep I keep looking north and I'm 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 scratching at my neck.
0: It's ten o'clock. Got about an hour and a half to get everything together and to go.
1: What do you, what's, what's north? What are you looking at?
2: Uh, I look at uh, Frank and I and I smile and I say, uh, I'm not really sure, but I thought I heard something. And uh, I just kind of shake my head.
3: Heard something? What, what, what sort of something?
2: A trumpet. Like a big
1: horn. Did anyone else hear this? I'm asking Dr. Keith, Dr. Dawkins. No, I didn't hear
3: no.
4: it. Was it. A, did it sound like a, a automobile passing by? No.
2: It sounds like a wind... It sounds like a like like a horn
1: in the wind. Like a seal has been
4: broken. Mm, maybe. Eldritch, you too? are just? you hearing things now.
2: And I and I sit down and I continue looking north.
1: Well, if we have a train to catch, we better start packing.
3: Yes, we should. Yep, let's let's get going. I think I'd feel a lot safer once we're once we're on the train. Maybe.
0: Okay. So, um, any kind of prep, just generalized preparations.
3: Well, I think at this, at this point, we've, we've moved on enough that, that, that we've I, I'm assuming we've all got into a sort of a, a bit of a, a rhythm for, for packing up the night before we get back on the train. And, um,
0: okay. So shall we say then that you've eaten, you've put together your stuff, uh, the stewards are going to come and take whatever you don't want to take with yourselves. I assume you're being cautious with the, uh, yeah, the Similai form. Yeah. All right.
3: Um, Definitely putting some garlic in with my bit as well.
0: So about a half an hour before the train leaves, you arrive at the station. Can and, I can
1: uh, I confirm real quick, um, Doctor Dawkins? Did you heal me from the?
4: Yeah, that's why he said it wasn't that that bad. Yes. right?
1: Okay. Yeah. And and did you cure Rupert's eye?
4: He doesn't yeah, really have an have, eye. We still have that that spare though, don't we?
0: Um, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some time,
1: I don't know. Uh, medically speaking.
0: Uh, um, let's go ahead and let me let me roll. Yeah, 23. Yeah, okay. You repair his eye. Um he has two color eyes It's a now. different color. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's kind of bloodshot because of... Uh,
4: but that will kill over time.
0: But And he says that it's a little blurry but it, it'll it probably clear up.
4: You can wear a monocle. It'll, it'll be classy.
0: <laughs> Alright. Yeah, that would assume that the eye actually was a good eye. Wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. If the guy was half blind in that eye, <laughs> it wouldn't do much good. All right, so you guys get on board your, on, on board the train. You once again all have cabins next to each other, but there's two of you in each cabin. Uh, and at 11, what time was it exactly, the train leaves at 11.27 uh, p.m. The train pulls out, heading towards a few little towns, uh, uh, Svillengrad, uh, you will arrive at uh at uh, five forty-seven in the oh, in the afternoon. So it's a long way to Stalingrad. It's a nineteen-hour trip to Constantinople from here. Probably not in reality, but that's in the game. All right. Well,
3: I'm festooning my 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 uh, cabin with with garlic
0: now it's it's very nearly midnight uh by the time you guys are are settled in uh what would you like to do We've it is the late train so they they are actually serving food if you want it
4: I don't, I don't know. know. I'm I do feel drinker, I I'm my head is killing me. Uh, and my chest is also bothering me as well. I'm going to um, turn in for the night.
0: Okay.
1: I think I'm in the same boat. I'm just mentally and physically exhausted.
3: exhausted. And- All right. I want to get a good night's sleep. I'm I'm going to take a big slug from my flask and retire
0: to bed. Okay. Eldridge, you're probably exhausted too.
2: Yes, but I'm going to to get myself a little bit sleepier with a a secret flask.
0: Okay. All right. Let's assume you all fall asleep. I I, I want you guys to be able to do a sanity uh, adder. Do a you've accomplished a lot. Do a one D four and add it to your sanity.
3: Oh, nice. Hooray,
0: (laughs) one. I'll take it. Um, around. 3 30 in the morning. Um, you find yourself having nightmarish sort of dreams. And all all four of you, all five of you, wake up uh sweating. Um, the horrors that you've seen over the last few days have been horror horrific. Horrors tend to be horrific. Um, And you find it very difficult to to just lay there and sleep. You keep thinking about the simulacrum. You keep thinking about all of the stuff that you just discussed. And you're very, you're restless. You're very restless. Um, You can, of course, attempt to try to go back to sleep, but you probably won't succeed. Or you can do whatever you want.
4: Well, if I can't get back to sleep, I'll go to the uh, lounge area and get a pot of tea and maybe a uh, early breakfast or something.
0: Okay might eat something. Dr. Dawkins as you as you leave your cabin and go, uh, the rest of you can hear Dr. Dawkins leaving his cabin. You can hear his door open up and you can hear his foot footsteps.
4: i'll actually bring a couple i'll bring a bottle of uh aspirin with me as well because
0: yeah okay frank you were saying something
1: i'm i'm just like torn i'm like what is he up to and at the same time i just want to lay here in bed under the covers and i think the bed's going to win out
0: Okay. Eldridge?
2: I'm thinking I'm going to get drunk and just go to, Okay. Just look, 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 and then pass out.
0: And uh, uh, Elizabeth?
3: Well, I'm, I'm going to just have a, another drink of brandy and try and get back to sleep. I've got okay. my colors in. I'm not really in any fit state to leave my cabin at the moment.
0: Okay. Right about four o'clock. Uh, those of you who are in your cabins, you hear a, a loud and rather violent thumpety thump. Coming through the walls, it's there only for a minute, but then it's gone. As if somebody fell over or knocked something over, or 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 something. It was a. From,
3: where is where is this coming from?
0: Um, through the walls, uh, maybe, maybe from another cabin in your area.
1: Would it be Dr. Dawkins'
0: cabin? Uh
1: No. Uh, in,
2: in, semi-drunkenly, I get up and I open the door to my cabin to try and seek out the source of the sound.
0: Okay. Well, it was only there for a couple of seconds, and it's gone.
2: Uh, I'm going to begin searching down the hallway. I'm going to find that sound. It woke me up.
0: Okay, well whose, whose door do you go to first?
2: I'm gonna uh, bang on Frank's door.
0: Okay, Frank, bang, bang, bang.
2: What?
1: Did you hear a noise? I did. Open up. I open the door.
2: And I stumble inside and I push by Frank. And I go, oh, did it come from in here?
1: No. Where's your piece? Is your, is your piece? Safe?
2: I don't know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm now looking around the
0: room. Dr. Elizabeth, anything?
3: Um, I'm, I think um, I'm, I'm going to, to open my door a little and peer out to see if anything's going on in the hall.
0: Well, you see the two of them there.
3: What? what what's happened? I don't know. Everyone
1: should check their pieces, make sure they're safe. I sigh, and I go back to my room
2: and check my piece.
0: It's fine. It's Where's t- fine! Where's Dawkins? Uh, you knock on his door, and he's not there.
3: Do you, uh, did you think you might have had a fall or something?
2: Let's hope not. I roll my eyes, and I'm walking in the direction I think he may have gone. That <laughs> may be the complete wrong
0: direction. Um, well, do you know which direction the, the the lounge is? So you're heading to the lounge? Yes. Uh, what are the other two doing?
1: Can I open his door or is it
0: locked? Um, It's not locked. Actually, it is locked. He would have locked it.
1: He would have probably locked it. I'll bang harder. Maybe he's sleeping.
0: Yep. No, no response from okay.
1: his door. Yeah, go, go find him in the lounge and get him back here and check his piece.
2: No problem, boss. It's the most emotion that you've ever seen of Elbridge ever, and <laughs> it, it has become obvious that he is just—he had just gone to sleep drunk, and now he is still drunk. I don't really remember Elbridge drinking before. Uh, he did it. He did it on the sly after after the uh, the ice pick incident okay. he, been, he, he got a he got a flash from Rupert
0: Elders, uh, I thought you left to go check the, the I, I
2: i was i was walking down and he said go check it and now and now okay. now it's just now it's just Thomas and jeff
0: okay um, so are you going to go check oh yeah yeah all right yeah. uh you're going to go down and you're gonna find Dr Dawkins sitting in a chair trying to read a book um uh what else like just i'm like if you
4: sitting there i'm like their pot of tea now
0: <laughs> okay well we know that you're in in the lounge with eldridge uh I dr have... uh, uh uh elizabeth and frank i kind of
1: shrug my shoulders and say sh- we look down the other direction
3: yeah uh, I I'm not moving beyond just sort of to the whole
0: um do an idea roll
3: Both of us Yeah Yes got an 8 8 out of 80 Ooh, I got a
0: 5 You both got really good rolls I'm 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 really really sorry Simon but nobody seems to realize that you're not there uh, oh, Rupert's God. not there. In the hallway.
1: Man.
3: Oh, I, I should. I should. Um. I'm loath to to knock on a gentleman's door in the middle of the night, but I I I I I suppose I, I should. Well,
1: I I'm not loath. I don't even know what it means. I am bang on the door. <laughs> I'm not gonna
3: do I'm not gonna do a knock i was gonna knock on something then to simulate knocking but if I do that my dog is gonna <laughs> nuts yeah
0: so
3: I'm gonna
0: um, do it. uh you knock on his door and there is no answer is it locked? uh seems to be
3: Rupert I say Rupert are you all right in there he, he, no he answer might have got, he, he might have, he might have gone for a drink.
1: How do we... How do we get a steward? Or should we just break it in? I'm going to break it in.
3: No, no, no. Let's, let's just, just wait for a... Let's find, let's find a steward. And we don't want
2: to... Then you hear an echo. Break
3: it in. Break it in. We've come too far. <laughs> he, could,
0: um... he, could, he could just be
3: in the bar. We don't want to...
0: What do you want to do?
3: Well, after what happened yesterday,
0: we, we might just be getting paranoid.
3: He could just be sleeping heavily. He's been through a lot. He's lost an eye. He's, you know, it's, it's been very trying for him. He might just be sleeping it off, but, um, it is, it is a really
1: bang on the door after she says that,
3: yes, that's a good idea. Try and try and wake him up.
0: Yeah, no answer. Look, to look at Dr. Keith. Again,
1: like.
3: Right, I'm going to go and get a steward. Keep an eye on my room. Okay. I'm going to shuffle off in my dressing gown and curlers and hairnet. Okay. Is it
1: one of those things where like, the sliding doors from the in the cabin? To cabin?
0: Uh, yes, but there is a latch lock. Yeah, The doors slide.
1: So as soon as Dr. Keith gets... As, soon as the door closes, I'm going
0: to try to break the door. Okay. Um, go ahead and do a strength roll.
1: I'm not very strong, mind you.
0: Neither is the door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, 51. My strength is 50.
0: You want to do a select roll? Yeah. Or a lock uh, point? Sure. All right. You you put since there's considerable pressure on it, and you, you hear the, the wood crack. And uh, the door slides open. And Rupert's room is a mess. And the window is open. And it's very cold in the room. And there's no Rupert. What about his piece? Um, his piece is still where he left it. I guess it's in a trunk or something. That's um, how I
1: was picturing it in my head. We had our trunks under our beds or something like that maybe right okay well so now i'm feeling guilty for breaking a door down because maybe he really is in the lounge but at the same time i keep thinking that all of our problems before it always happens through the windows so can i go to the window and stick my head
0: up sure it's like 40 below zero with the wind factor and uh it's the it's the you know countryside the Bulgarian countryside Um, uh, it's dark it's it's early in the morning Um, but you don't see anything okay I'll pull
1: my head back in and close the window
0: okay
3: have I found um, a steward yet?
0: Yes. Yes. In fact, you're you. You can see Eldridge, and you can see uh, 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 Dawkins in the in the lounge. Uh, there's a steward right there. Yes. Can I do something for you?
3: Yes. I, I, I think something might happen to my friend.
0: Oh, let's go. Yes, show me.
3: Do we overhear this, Tom? Um, yeah. I yes, say, I'll, okay. I'll gesture to them. Come
2: quick! What's happened? I,
3: Rupert, something's happened to Rupert. Rupert and I and I
2: I just, I just drunkenly charged down the hallway.
0: Actually, you don't know that something's happened to Rupert. You just know that he's not here in the
3: lounge. Well, we've okay. been, all I know. I mean, I know, know there's something's happened to him. He's not answering right. the door. I think he's passed right. out or something.
2: I was charging. all right. I don't, so f- I
3: don't yet know. The door has been broken down.
0: The the four of you, yeah, Stewart. Getting
3: the Stuart if I knew
0: that <laughs> Stewart included. Uh, you you walk down to the uh, uh, to where uh, uh, the door is now open and Frank is inside. I fixed it.
1: Wait, where, where is he? Where's Where's Rupert? I don't know. He he wasn't here when I, I thought he was
3: with you down in the lodge lounge. It appears, it appears our friend is missing. The, the window's, window's open. You don't think he could have fallen out of the window?
0: I, well, the window's not open now. Yeah. Oh. He closed. It yeah, uh, it, it definitely feels big, cold. Uh, the
3: window's big enough that a human being could fall out of the window.
0: They'd have to climb. Oh.
2: I whisper... Like I whisper to myself... Enough for at least Dr. Keith, who I, I imagine I'm standing by with here. I say, the eye.
0: Well, let's not, uh, the, the steward says, uh, uh, perhaps your friend has just gone for a stroll. Let's not, uh, let's not, uh, you know, cause a panic. Let's just search and see if we can find him.
3: Yes, yes, of course. But
1: look, of course. But look, at his, look at his room. It's been tossed.
0: It looks to you like there was a struggle.
2: I once again say the eye. This time louder. The eye? I look at you, Frank, and I say, we never got the one that had Rupert's.
1: No, because his head got bit off. I, sh-
2: I, I i I shake my head. I say they you and i and I immediately kind of not sober up, but I just walk away, I go into my room, I slam the door shut.
0: Well let's just let us search for your friend
3: yes yes i I'll, I'll um it, it, it starts searching I'm, I'm I'm just going to um go go to my room and um and and and, and put on something more suitable.
0: Okay. All right. I think that's probably where we should end it. It's a good spot. Okay.
3: Oh, Rupert, what have you done?
0: All right. So, our players included Thomas McKeon, Mick Swan, Jeff Wilkins, Wayne Worthy, and myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show can now enjoy some recordings of our pre- and post-game conversations, some of the funniest stuff uh, we say before and after the show. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We would love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.